0: Hey guys, welcome to Dead Screens. This is your host, Yossi's and Dustin. And this is episode 7,
1: Seven of oh, Dead Screens. Wow. Yeah. What are we doing today, bro? Today, uh, as we talked about in the last episode, we were talking about The Babadook. Mm-hmm. And you went really in-depth with this movie, right? Yes, we both...
0: Uh, to me, we first saw this movie and I was like, oh shit, you know, it's a monster, it's movie. A monster movie. But once you see this movie
1: again and More maybe deep. a third time you really get into like you learn to appreciate what it is mm-hmm. and um this episode i kind of want to let you take the reins and uh i just get my feedback on what i think because mm-hmm. i know it's, i've seen this movie i think four or five times i've seen this
0: movie yeah that's probably be my
1: third or fourth time but I think this movie more showing people the movie. Really? Yeah. I'll be like,
0: watch this movie, watch this movie. Like, you got to watch it just first. <laughs> but we're getting, let's get into it. You ready? I'm ready. Well, The Duke directed by Jennifer Kent. Its runtime is an hour and 35 minutes. And you can probably stream this on Amazon Prime. It was on Netflix. They took um, it off. But they took it off, sadly. It was a really good movie. Got what? 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it? Yeah, I was looking it up yesterday. I only got what, like a six point eight out of ten in the IMBD or whatever they call it. But I
1: I think uh a lot of like people, like regular people who Mm -hmm. just see them we won't like it as much if they see it as a monster. Exactly, you know? You have to go like I said, you have to think outside the box for this one. Yes. It has those it has the style of the old horror movies, like Nosferatu. You know? That's the style. Did you know this? Uh, this film is a uh, is it like a long version of a short film? No, I did not actually. Yeah, the there's a short film by the same director. Oh, really? Yes, called uh, I think uh, Monster in My Closet, or I don't remember the exact thing. Mm-hmm. And it's super creepy. Is it? It's black I'm, and white. i stuff. gonna have to check it out then. And Bob and Babadook was. Uh, the full extension of mm-hmm. that short film when he was able to create the Babadook, this the short film was more of him. He couldn't get so in deep with it, but it's insanely creepy how he does it. Yes, pretty nice. Yeah, this, film.
0: this film is is good. Um, Once again, the setting takes place in Australia, so it's an international. Movie. It's Australian, huh? Yeah, yeah I thought oh, it so was. We I, I did. I looked it up. Stitches, confirmed it. Ireland. Which I was right. <laughs>
1: Didn't I say Ireland? No, you,
0: you said England. <laughs> I know. And I was like, I know, no, bro. Know. <laughs> Anyways, Tom, you lied to me, Tom. <laughs> okay. well, we're gonna get into it. Well, we're gonna start off with the main characters: the mom, her name is Amelia, and the son, Samuel. Samuel. Uh, I guess the first scene, it it come, it like it starts off with uh the mom falling into her bed, as like a a, sh- it's like showing like car crash like a car crash yeah because her husband died um during a car crash on the way to give birth to her son sam uh, samuel. yes
1: and which is a huge thing yes yeah, very well, well get more deep and then we'll, we'll talk about well yeah
0: Emily is a you know, single mom whose husband died from a car accident on the way to deliver samuel um sam is a probably like a good like six maybe seven year old seven yeah. And he suffers from, like... He can't sleep, so he has insom- insomnia. I think that's
1: what it's uh, I don't think it's insomnia, is it? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. It's, it's yeah. a certain... Yeah, yeah. Where it makes kids a little harder to deal with. And he, like, builds weapons
0: to try to defend himself from imaginary people.
1: Monsters. Monsters,
0: yes. as you can say. And um, from That's, like, the first, like, couple minutes of the movie. I guess, like, into, like, 20 minutes into the movie. And this is where... It starts off when um, Sam uh, wants to go to sleep, but she wants he wants her mom to read a book to him, and he picks out this book called uh, Mister Babadook. And wait, 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 wait!
1: I think we're missing a few pieces. We are so because you know how he has her isn't he has her his hand wrapped around her and she kind of goes to like the side yes of the bed that's in the opening scene isn't it the couple minutes yeah Mm -hmm. yes that scene may not look important but i think we should talk about it okay that scene shows disdain for her kid Mm -hmm. shows she doesn't want to be around her kid Mm -hmm. and it uh, throughout the movie you start picking up little things like that yeah and that was the first clue because remember if you look at it as a monster Film, you can just tell maybe the kids being annoying or, or whatever. Oh yeah, definitely. But that's the first step, and where the kid and the moms, you see their relationship isn't what it needs to yeah, be. Yeah, it's different. It's and later all throughout the film, you see there is no emotional power between the mom to her son, mm-hmm. and it's where her son controls the emotional thing, which frustrates her. Yes. So yes, let's continue. And then from there. Uh, So, basically, in the book, it talks
0: about a tall, monster-like human that terrorizes its victims once they know
1: that he's aware of their existence. Should I give you my how I feel, like, points right off the bat? Yeah. Or at the end? Go for it. Just go for it. Because we could talk about the movie as... As as a, a monster, monster movie, movie, and at I know. the end, see what's up? that's what I was gonna go for. That's but if feel when you're bringing them up, I'm gonna remember him on the spot. And if we do it at the end, we might miss I mean, something. Might as well just
0: tell them right? now. Yeah. Okay. So it. continue. Yeah. Okay, and then I guess Amelia doesn't really like believe in the books. She kind of just like, oh, it's a you know, it's a kids book, but it starts getting a little bit deep, and that's when she was like, no i close the book, you know, put it away, yes, right so no one can see. Because
1: it. it starts saying, that yeah. "If you see the Babadook, you will die." Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, that's what, basically it, tells what it says. what it says, you're gonna die. Yeah.
0: And then let's see, Let me see this book, and that's when uh, Samuel starts experiencing. He like, starts seeing stuff.
1: Yeah. The thing is with the book, also, just not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. um. She doesn't finish it with Samuel. Yeah, she doesn't finish it with Samuel. She finishes after mm-hmm. by herself and notices there's no author. Mm-hmm. There's no... And, there's no ending. There's no ending. She keeps there's, scrolling on to there's the no There's uh, like no release date. There's nothing. There's no biography of the author. There's nothing. And that should give you the first clue. It might be in her head. Yes. I say that because... In this film, she's going through stages of grief. Yeah, and major and, depression. Yep. Yeah, so I guess we could get into it pretty early now. Yeah. Because it, this movie starts it right away. The Duke, in my eyes, what I believe when I saw the movie is grief. That's what he represents.
0: Yes. When when I when I first saw the Duke I obviously thought it's a monster. Say. once I w- watched it again, that's when I was like, no. The Baba Duke is actually like some sort of like depression grief.
1: That's what you said, and that's when everything the whole movie just yes. changes. And since you know how there's stages of grief, yeah. she hasn't finished all the stages. Mm-hmm. That's why the book isn't done. Yeah, boom, <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I got chills,
0: bro. <laughs> what the heck? Okay, and then um, so Sam's experiencing stuff. He's he's seeing sh- uh, stuff move apparently he sees a babadook in his closet cuz that's where it starts off in the book yeah He's in the closet and then it skips on and i guess uh let's see boy goes to i actually don't know what i said wow oh wait i'm right here yeah um uh, oh yeah this is where Ami starts uh the mom starts uh experiencing like loneliness that's one like i guess one of the stages that's when she, like, wants to, like, be by herself, isolate herself. Yes. And not, like, have to, like, always
1: take care of uh, Sam. And... And you start learning little details about Sam also. So... You know when Sam bursts out that his dad died to people? Yes. At the, uh, at the party? Or... And at the, and at the store? At the store, You yes. know that... That's not necessarily... She doesn't necessarily... Not like her kid, because she says that. If you look deeper, it's because he has his father's personality, mm-hmm. where his father would say those things—not say those things, but be very outgoing, very truthful. Yeah, way. he would just blur and it out. Yeah. Samuel has the same characteristic as his father, mm-hmm. which makes the mom disdain him even more. Okay, right, yes. continue. And then, I think after
0: a few scenes, she goes and does her. She does like her business and um she heads downstairs she memorizes the loss of her husband of course and she starts experiencing stuff too she starts hearing noises seeing things and if
1: and if you re- if you really pay attention it starts for samuel and it starts for her mm-hmm. as soon as they step into the basement yep where they the dad's belongings all yeah. of that stuff is in there where they keep all the yeah all his stuff down and then
0: let The heck? Oh yeah, remember when the voice, uh, where Sam was like, "Oh, it's like, do you want to die or something?" Remember that part?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of. but Give more in depth, bro.
0: And it's just fuck. Cause I saw this movie last night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like very go, late at night. You have to go more in depth.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Voice gets boring. So basically, once again. Sam is, is is seeing stuff and then mom starts seeing stuff. And I guess from there it cuts it cuts to like the next scene or like the next day where Sam uh wakes up his mom He's like, Are we gonna go to the party? I guess it's like a childhood friend party. No, and it's
1: uh it's his party, bro.
0: No, remember he's like, Are we gonna go visit that that girl, remember? His cousin.
1: That's her cousin? Yes. Uh they have always had jointed birthdays. Mm-hmm. Samuel has never celebrated his birthday on his day. Why? Because it's the his day his dad died. Day. Yeah. So she, even that alone tells you she's not over the fact that his, her his, his husband has died. Yeah. So they've always had jointed birthdays that he's never been able to celebrate mm-hmm. his own birthday. And that's and the girl that says she, that he can't be around her son is her sister. Oh yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. that's the sister.
1: And it's because he's so mentally messed up in the head that he starts wanting attention. Yeah. Because he's not getting it from his mom. Mm-mm. And the mom is only repelled by the son. Yeah. Because the son reminds him of what happened that day. And the more it goes on, the stronger the Babadook gets. Yeah. So, I'll continue.
0: Yeah. And then this is where it cuts to that, uh, to the... What's it called? The party scene. Yes. This is where I actually paid really close attention because there was this one scene where um, Sam runs off to go play with the with the kids and the mom stays in the kitchen with all the other moms. And the the other moms are just fed up because she's been so sad and so like depressed because she can't get over the fact that her husband died and it just breaks her. And then the, the other mom started bullying her. And that's when I paid really close attention. Because one of the moms said, you used to be a writer. And she was like, yeah, she used to write for magazines, books, and children's books. Pay close mm. attention to children's books. Right? Oh, this is going to get so good at the end, bro. All right. Keep going. <laughs> and then that's when um, it cuts out.
1: She gets really mad. Because, you know. She, she, she basically... Explodes. Yeah, he she calls him out.
0: Mm-hmm. For all the stuff that you do and shit like that. And then from there, that's when uh, Sam, like, hurts the girl. Because the girl kept bullying him as mm-hmm. well. Saying, oh, you don't have a dad or anything. You know, you have nobody that can, like, love you. And then he got mad as well. Yes. And that's when they separate, like, I guess her, you said sister, I guess. Cousins. They separate. Yeah. hmm And then this is where it goes to a car scene where the kid suffers like almost like a was it like a stroke kind of
1: I don't know what it was. uh, Yeah, we're not doctors, so we don't really know. But
0: yeah, it was like some sort of stroke because he kept yelling, oh, uh, he's here. He's here. He's seeing the
1: Babadook like in the car. Yes. And then the mom starts to see and she this is the thing. Okay, you got to understand what I believe is that the Babadook is real to the kid, not the black figure. The Mm -hmm. Babadook is his mom. Yes. He's seeing her more and more try to ignore him, try to uh, make him feel like he's not her son, and he's feeling all that pressure on him. And it kind of continues to the end when we get to it. And then... What she thinks is happening is that there's a monster like trying to take over, right? Yes. And and it's because it gets it gets extremely tricky, because it's either a monster chasing through a car, or the kid sees that his mom is is about to lay off everything she's got and eventually try to hurt him. Yes. So yes. Yeah. So, so that's when the next scene happens, and then Sam is
0: uh, like she goes to his room, no, her room and ruins pictures of the dad crosses him out and everything she gets mad goes into his room that's
1: when they find out that the book reappears yes but why why do you think he was crossing out the, the so, face of the so dad so she can so she don't so she can forget about him exactly yeah so cuz the the so grief if, and everything is so if you is, notice sorry I cut you off. no 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 go, go ahead the boy is not fighting the Duke. The boy is fighting his mom mm-hmm. and trying to get her over that situation. The boy says he's scared of the Duke, but he knows damn well there ain't no fucking Babadook. Yeah. He knows damn well what he should be fighting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's when uh, the book also,
0: so the book reappears and she opens it up. And at, at the first part, she rips it up, right? She burns it too. She, but that's like the next next. Yeah, episode. it comes so, back regardless. Yeah, so she burns or she rips up the book, and then I guess no, 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 my bad, sorry. There, she rereads the book, and it's in different orders. Like it shows a part where the Duke wants to kill, wants the mom to kill the dog and mm-hmm. her son. Yes, and that's well, just, it shows her killing. It shows, yeah, it actually shows them killing and. That's where you should know that it's not the Duke, it's all that grief and depression yes. and everything. And if you
1: kind of see, where in the book where there's a woman and a black figure, it's like if it was a puppet manipulating. Yes, exactly. on. You know? mm-hmm. okay.
0: Yes, onto the next one. Oh, this is where it gets to the, to the Babadook. scene. the actual, you see the monster. Mm-hmm. This is where. Uh, I guess Sam and uh, the mom, they both sleep upstairs in, in the room. Yes. And that's when the dog starts barking at her. Oh, wait, is it? When the bubble starts calling
1: on the on the wall?
0: And yes, yeah. I, yes. No, wait. No, my bad. That's when uh, the dog just starts barking at, at, uh, at the mom. Because mm-hmm. the dog senses some type of fear or okay. something. Yes and you know that's after it cuts out and then it's like cps comes like some sort of child protective services come to see if you know the kid is all right because they did give him medicine from his stroke or whatever that he had and so that made him go to sleep so when he woke up he was like oh my mom gave me drugs to go to sleep and then they were like oh you no, know, something's wrong with this lady and stuff yeah. but it was just tranquilizers and shit and then this is when the mom starts... Just tranquilizing.
1: You're not supposed to give your kid tranquilizer.
0: <laughs> I know. But, but yeah. Because he, he can't sleep. He has yeah, insomnia. Continue. And that's when my, the mom starts hallucinating more. There's this one scene that actually, like, my hairs were, like,
1: standing what up. What scene? The neighbor scene. Oh. Okay, yeah. But let's go back. Doesn't she hallucinate already that she had killed her son? No, that's a little bit. Oh. a little bit after yes. okay continue yeah yeah I just didn't remember the order okay because I want to talk about that
0: yeah that's when um she's Does washing look- the dishes oh dude this one And she looks up she looks up and there's the Baba Duke is like <laughs> <can do> that. <laughs> the Babadook Duke is in the is at her neighbor's house and then she will like look away and look back it's not there anymore so she is seeing things and this is where it gets to the scene where they're sleeping upstairs. And, oh, okay, guys. Gotcha, gotcha. I didn't uh, remember the order. Yeah. That's when um you hear like the door opening. Oh bro, I'm getting chills right now. And you just see a black figure just go into like darkness. Do
1: you know those movies where the monster is just completely insane where it gives you just serious amount of chills? Yep. Mm-hmm. Very weird that happened. It happened like, with the box. Like Duke. sinister? Like sinister that. that do Babadook, that Babadook, but there's not many that give you this odd feeling yeah. of, cause they're 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 not the best even since they're, they're not the scariest looking, but just, the aura around them, the sense of the danger, and everything. Yeah, the the way they make you feel like if this thing is here, I'm going to lose. You know. Yeah. And there's certain monsters where you don't even feel that you feel oh, I I could take them. You know. These things feel more real, more connected. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's continue. Pause.
0: Okay, so we're back. In, um...
1: So he's then he crawls up around, and he enters her body. Yes. So that kind of takes you full circle, where her stages of grief have gone so so much. To the point where she's completely out of her mind. Yeah. The Duke so,
0: basically... Took over. Took over. All the grief and everything is... Is up is, in, Yeah, so... Up. She starts to hallucinate. Yeah, she starts to hallucinate and she's she can't sleep anymore. Mm-hmm. She's she's very sleep deprived. And that's when the boy starts being really annoying to the mom. Yes. Which I get it. But like... Because you need your sleep. But still... Like... the The son was worried like she saw he saw what was going on what was going on and from there there was a car it cuts to the next scene which is like a car accident scene where she's driving the kid in her i was like a restaurant or something i forgot but she starts seeing the babadook following her Mm -hmm. and getting on top of the car and she's driving around hallucinating making making her end up like crashing the car yes and then she hit and run and left
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and then that's when uh sam starts blaming the Duke, and that's where the mom was like there's no such thing as a Duke,
1: but the Duke is actually
0: her mom. Wow. yes that's mm-hmm. what she
1: doesn't understand yeah. she thinks he's afraid of some monster when he's actually afraid of her and her griefing and what she's gonna do to him mm-hmm. you find that out later on yeah that's when sam starts noticing
0: because the mom would always give him a pill to, to to drink before he goes to sleep so he can sleep and this time he fakes it he doesn't drink the pill and that's to the that cuts to like the point where uh where the mom
1: almost kills the son where it does that one uh scene yes where, and then I want to say that because uh, it cuts to I think the scariest part of the movie for me.
0: Really, where? it, it uh-huh. just
1: caught me off, off guard. Where she's watching TV, and she's hearing a news broadcast. Yeah, of a mom that killed her son, mm-hmm. and she's watching it, and you can see oh I got You, and you can see up on the window herself smiling back at mm-hmm. her like through the TV. And, it, and it, I don't know why I have this thing where it's like, I think it's like this, the skinwalker thing or whatever, where someone who looks exactly like you, mm-hmm. but it, there's no one else you knew that looked like you. So it gives, it always gave me like a weird, you know, you know, the feeling where you look in the mirror and you think you saw him move. Yeah. But you didn't. What was that type of feeling? And when I saw that, it just, it's, it makes you, you start to question everything. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what is she seeing? What is real? What is not? It's her grief, even. Because the first time, you didn't even know it was grief. You know, you just think it's something. Yeah, and you think it's a monster, just taking over mm-hmm. everything. So, what else? You, what you? And that, to me, I wrote down foreshadow.
0: Like, I thought it was going to foreshadow the boy dying eventually mm-hmm. and that caught me thinking like th- this depression thing is it's gonna get to her and yeah it's gonna overcome that and take everything away from her and that's when um the mom starts to see her husband she sees them like oh, actual
1: when she goes back into the basement yeah okay yeah and that's when the
0: the husband or supposedly the boba Duke. Or depression,
1: or whatever yeah, we you want, want to, to see it. Yeah, however you want to see it. I see it as a uh, as a step in grief. Yes, it wants the boy. Like it mm-hmm.
0: wants you to kill the
1: boy. Yeah, she said they'll be together if they kill yeah. the boy, right? Exactly. So what do you think that's telling you when when that when he says that? I just feel like like if you get rid of him, you know, your problems will go away. It goes away. You start. Yeah, that's what I think too. Is like. You could move on. Yeah, you know, exactly. There's no, there's nothing holding you back from moving on now because he does. He essentially reminds her every day of that when her husband died, and getting rid of him in her own head is kind of making up the point where if he's gone, I could be free.
0: Yes, exactly. This and then the next scene act actually kind of like spooked me a little bit when she gets she comes back up from the basement and she's like facing towards like not the kitchen oh yeah it is the kitchen and you just see the black figure baba Duke just come and runs towards her and then she mm. books it that spooked the shit out of me it was just so well
1: it's super well it's so made, well man. done
0: to me it looks cheesy but it was good yeah it's super good and that's when the mom just starts going crazy She kills. Uh, she ends up going. She ends up killing the dog, and um, that's when Sam. So
1: and that also tells you if she kills the dog, then she's obviously on her way to kill the kid. Yeah, because the book told you. Yeah, exactly.
0: And that's when um the neighbor the neighbor has Parkinson's disease, and that's when the neighbor really cares a lot for uh for Sam, and dude, that made me kind of like. I don't know. Sucks. It was really emotional because she came over and was like, Sam, is everything okay? You know, I'll do anything to help you guys. And that was like, that was just like, Sam was like, wow, I forgot what Sam did. She just closed the door on her. On her.
1: It's because the fact that um, when you see a kid in pain and can't do anything about it mm-hmm. is one of the hardest things to see because it's an innocent life. Being changed right in front of your eyes. Yeah, it could take a kid from being a good young man to a hopeless wreck, and just hurt be seeing that and seeing that this kid is going through what isn't even his fault. Mm-hmm. And his mom did wasn't able to step up and and take charge of the situation. It 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 hurts to see. Yeah. And this is where,
0: uh, this is where it gets almost to like towards the end of the movie a little bit, a little bit before. But Sam realizes what ha- what's happening, and so he starts to take charge and and hurt her mom. So he ends up stabbing her mom in the leg, and starts to fight back. Yes, and that's when um the mom that I thought that's when the the mom starts choking Sam. I thought that's where the part was like oh it foreshadows. Yeah. Him, and then that didn't happen. But he was ready. He was ready, yeah. He knew what was coming. And then Oscar reappears, which is the husband. And what's it say right here? He wants to, like, basically fuck with her, their heads. Mm-hmm. With her head. And that's when the Baba Duke wants to, like...
1: Like... She, she like, she realizes it, what's happening. And yeah, she, but she realizes it because of the son. Yeah. Because he ties her up. Yeah, in the basement, and that's it. that's where. Cause throughout the film, you you even see that she hates her son. Uh, that's not she. She loves him unconditionally,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but can't stand him. Cause you know when he hugged her, and then he kept hugging her tighter and tighter. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, don't do that, you know. And the somewhere in the beginning of the movie, and here he ties her up and and hugs her again. But, you know, he says, I know you don't love me,
0: yeah,
1: but uh, I will always love you and I will protect you. That's that's kind of when it hit her, you know? Yeah. Because this kid has an undying love for her, his mother and he has no clue why mm-hmm. she hates him and why. You know, because a kid, he knew his dad died, you know, taking him and stuff like that. And he knew she's grieving But a seven-year-old kid is not going to understand the things that are happening to him, why they're happening to him. So when he is even able to even comprehend that uh, he must do whatever it takes to help his mom, even if she hates him, his love for her is just unquestionable with the fact that he would risk it his life to essentially have his mom back. Yeah.
0: And that's when the mom starts realizing, you know... That you need your kid, you need his love, you have to forget about the past and move move forward. And that's where the Baba Duke shows up and she she just She doesn't want him anymore. She's like, get yeah. this shit out of my body. I'm done. I'm over it. And that's when the Baba Duke runs away, supposedly, runs off. Yes. And that's that's where she was like, she finally defeated it. She finally like,
1: you know, Understood that her son is not the to prime. blame, yeah she's that she is uh has to be a good mother and a role model, and not blame her sons for tragedies, mm-hmm. you know, not blame herself for tragedies, you know, not blame her husband for the tragedies, just accept that tragedies occur in life and are hard to deal with, but are first and foremost, you have to be there for your loved ones, exactly and
0: this is where it goes to like a a time skip so we're towards like the end of the movie the time skip everything goes back to normal the mom's back from the hospital for for her recovered leg the son goes back to school because he got kicked out because he kept yes kept building weapons and shooting at people and stuff and that's when um
1: cps is there too and they're like oh you're celebrating your birthday and it's the first time he celebrates his birthday on Mm -hmm. the dot yeah Representing that she is finally able to accept what happened, yeah, and move on from it.
0: That that was kind of that, that scene. Kind of made me laugh a little bit because because the kid was like, "Oh, this is the day my dad died, but I was born, so it's my birthday."
1: Yeah. I was like, because oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. he he has no evil intent, bad intentions. Mm-hmm. He has no malicia. Yeah, he sees the world how it's presented to him. And it was presented to him that his dad died on the day he was born. But he doesn't necessarily think it's the worst thing in the world or horrible because he doesn't know what life is. Exactly. And his mom wasn't there to explain to him what it was. Instead, she ignored it and had his birthdays on different days, had him do certain things, acted like he was sick Mm -hmm. instead of confronting the issue that this happened, this happened, and able to help him. With it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And then it cuts forward to the next scene where she's, like, in the garden area. And she's picking out worms. Mm-hmm. This where At first, this kind of confused me. But that's when uh she grabs a bowl of worms and goes downstairs.
1: What do you think the worms represent? That's what I want to know.
0: I don't know. Because worm... Because I felt like it was... Because cause this is what happens. She basically feeds a bowl... To the Babadook. But did downstairs? you notice she was,
1: there was also worms in the car? No, those were roaches. No, she had little worms in her in her skirt too. Are you sure? Yeah. you sure they're uh, cockroaches. I'm pretty sure there was some type of worm. Because mm. worms has some meaning in this film. Okay. Because if you call if, let's say you call someone a worm, what does that mean? Like pitiful? Make her remember, represent her self esteem? Mm-hmm. that she was never capable so she was like a worm and now uh, instead of keeping those worms she's giving them away so it might mean that i thought it was like some sort of like some brain thing brain like
0: how he feeds the bowl of bo- the worms to the babadook and how to me if it re- like it to me it was like her thoughts like her brain like her like like oh you're still in my body but i'm still letting uh-huh. you go like i still have like i still show that i still miss my husband from our from the death but i have to move well, on well i think concept. we have
1: similar things i yeah. think her pitifulness and sorrow she's giving that away yeah to that part of her life you know she's giving that away to that part and still being able to live her life yeah. you know because when she goes back in there, you can tell the Baldu kind of attacks her again. So let's say um, you were grieving, and you had your own special room, and it hit you again, like oh, it's he, he or he is gone. So you start feeling the pressure and pressure. Yeah. But now you're able, you know, how to gain yourself back. So exactly. you're like you, that's what she does, and I think that's what she does in the last part, where she's like, she feels it, and then. Kind of lets it out. She's like, this happened. But now you're always going to be in my head, in my feelings, in exactly. the basement. Mm-hmm. But I have my own life now. Exactly. I have my own things I have to deal with. So you're always there. But you're not my world. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense.
0: And this, and this scene was also pretty emotional. Because that's when she goes upstairs and the son was like, oh, how did you handle it? And that was like he he knew from the start. Yes, he had. That, he, he's
1: a point. Yeah. go can you can go. Ahead? Oh,
0: that's when you know he knew that she was grieving. She was depressed, and that she she finally like fought it. And to me, I I just he was a good, good yeah. son. You know? He
1: was forced to grow up quick. Yeah, and it still kind of shows how he dominated the relationship of him and the mom emotionally. Mm-hmm. How he now. Is doesn't dominate it but is there as an encouraging emotion like oh were you okay were you this and this instead mm-hmm. of always trying to have his feelings over hers you know yeah. they were able to kind of be a father I mean a, a mother and son wholesome uh, relation oh, shit, I almost dropped this up. you know what I'm saying yeah
0: and then that was the end of the Baba dude
1: yeah and it's a very uh We'll get more in deep with it now, so that's kind of our feelings towards the Duke, right? Yeah, our first my so I'm give
0: me my first impressions.
1: Talk about, about your first impressions,
0: yes. I honestly, at first, I didn't like you. You didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It didn't make sense to me. And then you told me rewatch it again. Yeah, There's it's because I, I know you're kind of dumb.
1: So wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of fucking hurt. <laughs> <I just> like... <laughs> anyways
0: but now that I watched it a couple of times it's it deals it deals with mental illness and
1: yes and cause I'll be honest I didn't get it either yeah but stomachs <laughs> 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 but unlike you I really enjoyed it Oh, yeah, like, I enjoyed it too. Like after you said, you didn't like it at first. That's what I'm saying. At first, yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. I liked it. I liked what it was. I liked the uh, even as a monster flick because it reminded me of Nosferatu mm-hmm. of uh, Dracula of uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> no Frankenstein. You know Frankenstein got kind of fucked up. You know how yeah, everyone says he's like A yeah. uh, he, kind monster. He, kills he a kid. look. He, kills he a drowns child. a little girl. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> off topic, but yeah, Dracula. Yeah, for life. Uh, Lost Boys, L-O-G, whatever that means. I just made that (laughs)
0: up.
1: Move on. Okay. uh, (laughs) So, I liked it, but I am, like, I'm the type of person that's not, like, how do you say, like, conformed or whatever when the movie ends. Mm -hmm. If I don't understand what the hell is going on, I will research it to, like, the brink of death and rewatch it over and over and over again. Now, I think I watched it up to three times, trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. and then like, two more times like showing people. So it's just the, uh, so yeah, well, we were talking about that, right? Just what we, our first yeah. impressions were. So yeah, I didn't, I liked the film, I didn't understand it mm-hmm. until I went more and with it. After I watched it a couple times. And it was like, I think it came out in 2016, and I watched it in 2017 around there I watched it when it was on Netflix I don't Same. know I it. whenever it came out I watched it pretty early and I wasn't so in depth into movies how I am now I've always loved movies I've always watched it, but I watched them for what they were mm-hmm. I never assumed a monster film would have more meaning than it would have you know yeah
0: and then I guess we're gonna get into the psychological view I guess of the movie yes so basically the Babadook is grief or depression
1: it feeds off to his, us yeah to us it may mean something else to people or other people but I think the main consensus of what I've felt researched and looking back at it is the stages of grief yes yes so.
0: and then after that so Sam suffers from insomnia and I wrote down schizophrenia for both mom definitely and her. her definitely the mom because yes. she was seeing stuff and wanted to kill her kid and wanted to kill her kid
1: yes I believe all that is true like all that yes. happened
0: she was very sleep deprived uh she you know insomnia she was struggling from the violent like like the violent like urges for her son mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also wrote down insanity there was some like it showed like some you know insanity inside her PTSD with the car crash and loss of a husband and then sleep deprivation but one thing that i wrote down that when i paid really close attention was remember when i when i was talking about the the kitchen scene when the mom said she wrote kids books yes i wrote down she might have created the babadie book
1: i believe you are correct because but not in the way as she wrote it yeah that makes sense i know what
0: yeah i know what you mean but I'm saying because, you know, there was no author, sorry. There was no there was no author. The book was never finished. I said it because, you know it came back after it was yeah.
1: destroyed. If you're an author, you're able to and, recreate. And then it.
0: she recre yeah, she recreated the book. So yes. in my thought, I paid really close attention to that and
1: I concluded that, you know, she was the Baba Duke the whole time. And that's Yeah, she's the author of yeah, Baba Duke. So she created her own monster i agree 100 percent with that. damn i got chills fuck <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh damn i guess that's that's my view
1: on you know whoever does watch on youtube i know we have some subscribers and viewers let me know if you like this setup or the one before the one before yes
0: anyway.
1: it's very similar but there's little changes see if you can pick up on those um people who are bad people but who think are good people create illusions,
0: mm-hmm.
1: create monsters. So let's say, like, if you do certain things, but you don't think that your actions are, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the mental illness side where... I do these things because of this person, or because I have voices in my head, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and this and that. And that I think this gives a really good representation of that, where if she is the author of her own book, she's basically telling her son everything she feels, and that's why the son is able to pick up on all those things, because it may seem because the book might not even be there, Mm -hmm. because let's say. What if these are just stories that she's telling him off the top of her head, but she sees the book as a manifestation that it's not her. It's the monster she created. But the kid is actually hearing from her and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So the book might not even be real, but still be written by her. Exactly. Or the book might be real and it just represents her grief. So I I think she created the book rather if she was a... Writer, whatever it was, she created her own monster Mm -hmm. and shared it with her kid. She put her kid in a situation where he saw what she was. Mm -hmm. Not what she pretended to be, which was a good mother or whatever. It's like, you know, people and shit. He saw the real her, not because he was necessarily so smart and gifted. He saw the real her because she told him the real her. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think, in the end of the day, her, she caused her own her own victory. I guess you know. Yeah. Because if she wouldn't have told them, he would have not been prepared. So in a certain way, you can say that even creating a monster, the goodness in you still wants, you still want people to know. that if you had some help, you would be the person you want to be. You know. Okay. So I don't know if this makes sense or not. Because I have it in my head. It's hard to express it. Mm-hmm. But essentially, if someone's asking you for help, you shouldn't think of it as weakness. You mm-hmm. should think of it as just being able to help someone from their darkest depth and darkest emotions. Because... You don't know, man. Yeah, I was gonna get into that too. I
0: was, I was gonna say, you know, if you're ever stuck in in a black hole or in a hole that you can't get out of, there's always someone there to help you. Someone will reach out to you. You know, it is gonna, it is tough, like really tough. It's tough to be in that state, and um, you know, I know it's a battle, but like at the end of the day, or whenever you're thing is ready you will win you know you will
1: overcome it you know yes uh, because when I was younger I thought suicide was a coward's way out Mm -hmm. I'll put it simple like that Uh, I'm not gonna sure quote it I thought suicide was a coward's way out right but when you get older and and you see kind of as a kid you don't know shit man (laughs) so And everyone's like, oh, suicide, this and that, right? And like, oh, why didn't he, like, telling you? The more, I, you know, you learn about, you you know what a sauna is? A sauna? A sauna where, you know, you're hitting there's a whole bunch of heat.
0: Oh, yes, yes, a sauna.
1: Imagine that every day of your life and not being able to get out. That's that's the thing, uh, a person who has that said that, you know, he's like, Imagine being in 110, 120 degree, stuck in a box, never being able to get out of there. That's how much pressure and pain one feels. Mm-hmm. And there's always, I feel like there's always going to be someone if you reach out. And I know that's incredibly hard to do, right? Yeah. And like I said, I thought it was a car's way out. But even now, when, you have, when we have certain emotions or certain feelings, you're like, you start thinking if uh, if life is so fucking hard, mm-hmm. I wonder if death is easy. Yeah. You know, I wonder if 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 I'm able to just end it, if I would be at peace. Mm-hmm. And people, anyone, you don't even have to be suicidal to have those thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. just be like, if you if things are just going horribly wrong, you feel this amount of pressure, you feel pain, you feel sorrow, you feel all these things. Sometimes you just want that shit to end. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just feel by reaching out, people are gonna like talk down to you. They're gonna see you as less and you don't even want to reach out and you just feel worthless. Mm-hmm. And some people who are not even in that situation, like you or I, I don't think we've ever had a situation where we feel like we want to Take our own life, right? Well... <laughs> that, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't want to take our But we've had situations where we want to yeah. die. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So... Because it's hard, it's hard to say because I don't want to kill myself and you don't want to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you want to die. Yes. If that makes sense.
0: I do. I understand.
1: And sometimes... Because uh, it's not... I'm not suicidal. You're not suicidal. <laughs> so don't... It's just that... I know where you're coming from because I, sometimes you're in your car and just life is so tough and would you reach out to anyone? Yeah. You would. I Definitely. wouldn't. Because I can't. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Because I, I just can't. Because uh, I, okay, tell tell them what I would tell you if a girl ever broke your heart, if uh if you ever got hurt, what would I used to tell you? Oh, love doesn't exist. That's what you always... No, but it. what would I tell you about your emotions? Just don't show it. Don't show it and keep it inside. Keep, yeah, I would always tell in, you keep that, it right? inside, yeah. Because it's a man mm-hmm. not to show your emotions, not to cry, not to show... You're not supposed to show when you're happy. You're not supposed to show when you're sad, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, and I, feel, like, I feel like I'm talking so much. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, uh, I just... Yeah. Because I want to <laughs> express... How this movie made me feel mm-hmm. and how it feels, and articulate what I'm feeling and shit. Uh-huh. It's just so hard to do. Yeah. So, um. Cause uh. I, cause I ah, fuck I'll, I'll be real. <laughs> so it was easier to keep my emotions when I was younger than mm-hmm. it is now. And I tell you how I know that. I used to be able to watch films like like certain films, and not. Like, okay. tear up and mm-hmm. stuff. And my girl always makes fun of me. Because um, now, if I see a little girl or... It's not even... Like, a, something happened to a little kid or a little girl. I start to immediately tear. Like, in Train to Busan, when, the like little girls yeah. crying her mm-hmm. that. I don't think that would have affected me when I was younger. And I feel like it affects me now because when I was younger, I would keep every single emotion inside. And I just feel like my emotions aren't in control anymore now. Mm-hmm. So how? So since they're not in control, I feel all these things where eventually you just feel like you think death is easier. Yeah. But I promise you, it's not. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say? I mean, Give your points on it, because I know you have certain feelings and you have certain yeah, points. I mean, I so just. Exp- Try to Express it the best I you mean, can, because uh, we're being real now, because we got pretty deep yeah, into Yeah, we now. did. And, so we're and being,
0: we apologize, you know. Like, I've been through, like, a really hard time
1: I in think my think this life. is going to go this deep tonight, but go ahead.
0: Like, I've been through, like, a really, really deep part of my life. Like, really deep.
1: I didn't show it to anybody. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, I kind of feel that's my fault, you know? Because I would always tell you not to. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's good. Cool. Come yeah. And exactly how you told me, because we grew up together,
0: you know, and I remember I was in this one, I guess you said relationship, but um, like after, after we, were, I was young, I didn't care about it. You know, my emotions, like how you said, were just locked inside. Mm-hmm. And I grew older and then I started to realize, you know, I was like, how do you say it? Like, I finally like, I had the courage to tell somebody, like how I felt, how everything is, how my life is, and how I needed somebody there mm-hmm. at that time, but I didn't because I had it all inside. Me. Yes. And now, once again, you know, you grow up and you start feeling lots of emotions inside you, and it to me, I feel like it just opens it opens you up to like, to
1: like happiness. more help. Yeah, yeah, I feel more
0: more safe, more happiness in my life. yeah, yeah. and I just. Like I said, I I always wanted to tell somebody. I have. I told some of my friends and they, you know, they appreciated me. They told me, you know, everything's going to be all right. And it is. Everything is all right. And it's going great. I'm having the time of my life right now. You good,
1: know? good. Yes, you should.
0: And I guess that's... I mean, I don't know how to get in depth.
1: Yeah, it's hard for us to go too in depth on a serious situation because we see... Uh, bright light at the end, of the yes. we see hope, we see a future mm-hmm. some people don't see that, yeah, some people see emptiness and darkness, and and there's no no matter what we think and how much like we we try to help, you know there's just certain things you just can't help, you know, there's certain things you can't say There's certain things you can't articulate to others where it's enough, yeah, you know. You always want to be enough to others. So, even if you think you can't, just fucking do it. (laughs) You know? Every life is precious. Every life matters. Yeah, We love you guys. (laughs) Everyone makes mistakes. And just because you make a mistake does not make you a bad person. Mm -hmm. That's why I hate this all cancel culture bullshit. Because if you make a mistake, it doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person, you know? People change, people mature, people eventually uh see their wrongs and try to change and with this whole bullshit you do something wrong and people jump on you and treat you like shit and shit like this. Uh, I don't know. Fucking life is hard. Life is hard, yes. Yeah.
0: Uh huh. We will have if we ever need anybody to talk to or whatever, you know, feel free to ask. Give you some advice, some tips, or anything.
1: We'll have a. We're not the best people, though, for no. that, because we're kind of emotionally unstable ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, if, you know, not to us, obviously,
0: but, you know, reach out to, you know, your loved ones, your friends, family. Yeah. Anything.
1: Yeah, um, I'm kind of crazy, so. I don't want to bring Chucky to life. <laughs> I mean, I want to do something, but I can't say it on the air. What do you want to do? No, we can't say it in the air. No, you said it, so. No,
0: I can't. We can't. I don't know. We can't say it on the air. Why? <laughs> we can't.
1: <laughs> Anyways. See, he's not stable. <laughs> no, <I'm> not <laughs> that fucking crazy, actually. Anyways, what else got? Let's go to out?
0: scary moments or no? Yeah, let's go. We have a- scary moments. I wrote down. Uh, there was five of them to me that scared, that kind of spooked me. First one. Me too, man. Guys, sneaky, like, yeah. sneaky scary, like sneaky yeah. scary. Was the book one when they first opened the Babadook? That kind of spooked me a little bit, you know, how and how it got it, how it returned and like was rearranged and shit. That was like damn. So that was one of them. My second one's the the Duke appears in the
1: room and on the ceiling. I think that was my uh, the least scary one for me, to the fact that I kind of expected it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was still cool to see, but it was like. Oh, I'm going from from like least to to like most scary. Okay. Like, yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, that's right there. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: And then the third one is the phone call. You know, where the mom picks up and he's like, Yeah. Yeah, She was like,
1: Oh bro, that." You no, know, so it's is that is that scary where it gives you chills. Yeah.
0: Not, it gives me chills. There's yeah. no like
1: oh, you're so good. Yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. Fourth one,
0: uh, it has to be the the kid with a, him like dying on the bed, but it was just the mom's illusion. That was my fourth one, and then my fifth one that scared that spooked the shit out of me was the one in the neighbor's house. How oh she yeah, looked, she looks up and she's just the thing is just right, right there. there. Oh, that, that one be
1: too. Do you think that represented something? Like, how she feels hatred towards the neighbor as well for yeah. being so nosy. Oh, yeah. Because you know how she represented as the Babadook? It could be, like, the Babadook is also extends to her neighbor because... She, because she always kept bringing back,
0: oh, you know, you're lost... She's,
1: so, she's always so sorry that, she, you know, that yeah. she lost
0: her husband. You know, and she's always like, don't bring that shit back up, no.
1: It can be that, bro. Yeah. I didn't even think of it till right now where it's, like, the Babadook also affects the neighbor because she's so... Hatred towards her as well. Yeah, mm. but yeah, always mm. sticking.
0: Always, yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Always on the spot too. Yeah. So that's our scary moments. That's,
1: you, that's the serious moment is where she sees herself on TV. Easy. Oh yeah, well that's,
0: that's that was my second one. That was the illusion one.
1: Oh really? Yeah, because
0: uh, uh, that's what the that's where that it I fucking yeah, they gave me some you need to
1: shows. watch. <laughs> 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 oh, that's you're right. Anyways, anyways,
0: I'm done with mine
1: everything I'm all bad. right so are so we doing are we doing trivia, trivia. of course we're doing trivia. i'm willing Five, two. Um, so we don't have any sponsorships so <laughs> we can't say sponsored, but if you guys could please follow us <laughs> wow because <laughs> uh we appreciate all the support you guys are giving us we have 16 subscribers now i know hopefully we can get to like 100 by next year <laughs> No, I'm no, kidding. that's too soon. Nobody watches us. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping maybe by the, like December we have a good uh, 25 to 30. Mm-hmm. That should be our goal. Yeah. 25 to 30.
0: I mean, we love doing this. I love I doing this shit. It's just fucking just great.
1: Just talking, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get the trivia. Get, get the trivia out. I got the things. All right. I kind of... After this... You want me to look up some horror news? I feel like we can I, feel, I just don't feel like stopping today for some reason. Huh? I don't feel like stopping the podcast <laughs> for
0: some <that> reason. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what horror news. I just kept seeing lots we of. We can see Scream. Talk
1: about Scream. I need to rewatch Scream. That was so good. Would you guys, would you guys like if we did a Scream? No answers to us, but would you guys like? <laughs> we answer to <laughs> ourselves after this podcast. Where we answer those. <laughs> you guys questions. like it. If we do the screen rankings, I'll be done to watch all of them again. Oh me too. Especially because the new one's coming out.
0: I want. I think we should do the rankings after we watch screen rankings. You think so? Yeah. Pick one. Pick one anyone, this one. Right here. What your fucking thing?
1: That's, a, uh, wow, that's that the end. Come on. This one. Let me read it. You're top on bottom. I know I'm top. Who directed the n ne- I can't believe- Tim Burton! It. The fucking- no. <laughs> your turn. Ins- and- <laughs> Oh my god, what? What substance was used to ink the pages of the Necronomicon? Blood!
0: Human blood.
1: Told you. Well, I'm still winning. 6-3. Okay, 6-3, three. Three, whatever. I got it. <laughs> okay. So, whatever. One or two? They give me another yeah, one. Yeah, give you another one. Sure.
0: Yeah, I, I saw that you didn't even read the first line. <laughs> It says right here, what West ca- uh, Craven movie was inspired by true story of a wild Scottish clan who murdered and cannibalized numerous people during the Middle Ages? I should know this.
1: Yeah, I think you should know this.
0: I'm gonna fuck up, dude. What is it? <laughs> yeah? You know? Wait, hold up. Let me think. I think I know what it is. Ah, true <laughs> uh, story of Wallace. Oh, is this the. The the witch the the fucking um, Wicker Man. Yeah, Wicker Man.
1: Right. I think it's the no, sp- it's not the Wicker. No. Okay. I almost gave it to you if it is that one. You already guessed though. That's oh r- uh, okay. Wicker Man. Oh, this crazy movie was inspired by a while. I think it's um uh, the hills have eyes. Oh yeah, I can- think. Okay, hey, let me go. Which franchise has the most sequels? Puppet Master or Child's Play? Child's Play. Yeah. Have Puppet Master, bro. What
0: the hell? <laughs> you got it wrong. We both got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I knew yours. I knew yours, too. Well, he's definitely not freaking Chucky. He's Puppet Master. Chucky has, like, eight. I mean, this, it could be... Could be, uh...
1: That's false. Okay. Look it up. Charles Play. Child's Play, I'm a Child's little play 2. Charles Play 3. Brighter uh, Chucky, Brighter Chucky, Cedar Chucky, Kota Chucky, uh Chucky. Uh, That's well, it, right? No, there's another one. Um, I think there's like seven.
0: Let me see. I mean, Puppet Master. Wow, yeah, you're wrong, bro. How there's many? 16.
1: Puppet Master has 16 movies? Yeah. Who who even watches all Puppet Bro,
0: Master? Puppet Master is cool. I would watch all of them. I'm down to watch all of them. <laughs> You're
1: not down to watch all of them. Damn. One more. No, no, no. Come on. No, dude. On. We got them
0: wrong, except the fact oh that you lost in your poser. <laughs> God damn it. I knew yours. <laughs> um... I said wicked man What the fuck
1: You want to end it then Oh
0: yeah I'll end it Oh let's see Podcast will be up Monday or Tuesday And then YouTube video Will be up on Wednesday Most likely, most likely Same schedule you. as always You know Yep So yeah Thank uh-huh. you for coming Please to our...
1: subscribe to YouTube On Light V Night Studios, studios. Yep And uh-huh. if We are on Spotify and Anchor and Google <laughs> Damn. Play. Are we? Are we on iTunes on? yet? We're not on iTunes yet, but we're on like five different ones. Oh, well, that's good. So if you want to listen to the audio or watch us on YouTube, it's up to you. Just listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, thank right. You. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.